is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drew Tarver plays a struggling actor whose younger brother achieves internet stardom on the other two, and he's in the awards running for comedy lead actor. I'm Charlie Bright of Gold Derby here with Drew to ask him, have you ever had an audition as awkward as the ones your character has had on the show? Oh, God. Um, I would say, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's definitely an awkwardness to everyone. I mean, you know, I, I think... At the same time as I was auditioning for this show, I think I had like, you know, two days before gone in for a Triscuit commercial or something like, or, and I think I just had to like, it, it, not as directly humiliating, but like, I mean, also like just eating a Triscuit with cheese on it and trying to smile and then being like, okay, could you seem like, uh, maybe could you seem like you like the Triscuit? And I'm like, well, this is an old, this is a really old Triscuit that's been in here all day. <laughs> you know, like it's a very, there's so many, I, I'm trying to think of like a one that's like particularly humiliating. I mean, I went on an, I went in on a Tostitos one and I had to pretend to be at a party um, enjoying Tostitos. Uh, and that was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Tostitos, um, but like fake partying, I just remember saying like, hey, could you hand me that pool noodle? <laughs> As if that was, that. they were like, I feel like they were probably like, cut, have you ever been to a party? Do you ask for pool noodles? Is that your thing? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's what everyone does. Yeah, if on, you're, the noodle, you're not having fun, okay? You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, as I said, your character on the show's name is Carrie Dubeck. Yes. What about Carrie resonated with you the most when uh, you were first uh, approached about this character? I think it was just, I mean, it felt, you know, obviously when you're, when you're trying to be an actor, it is like very tough at times. And I just felt like, I felt like they dealt with a lot of that. Well, I mean, the script was hilarious. Uh, and also there was just like some emotional depth to it that, that, I mean, Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider who wrote the show are, are unbelievable. And I'd seen Chris's movie, um, other people, and he's just, they're just so good at putting comedy right next to real emotion, um, and just grounding it, you know, having a scene be really funny and also devastating. Um, and I think. You know, a lot of the, 
you know, queer storylines, you know, really resonated with me. Um, I'm bisexual in real life. So I've dealt with a lot of, you know, stuff with that internalized homophobia and, and trying to figure out, you know, being an actor and, and, you know, not hiding yourself, but, but, you know, it just, a lot of all of that together to me just felt really real. Carrie felt really real. And, and uh, I just kind of responded to it when I read it. You know, one of the interesting things about Carrie is he seems like he's okay by himself uh, uh, with his sexuality, but as soon as that comes into interacting with other people, there's like all these other barriers and hurdles that come up. Uh, is that something that you ever uh, dealt with in your life and were able to bring to that? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it is one thing like, you know, self figuring yourself out and then also living it. I mean, living it actively out in the world and it's not, it's not hypothetical anymore. It's like, uh, you know, it's, I think Carrie's dealing with, he's out of the closet and, you know, uh, has, has learned to, has got over that hurdle, but there's a lot of things coming at him living, you know, once you, just because you come out of the closet doesn't mean you're immediately just like, and I'm healthy, uh, no scars here. Um, you know, he, so you're getting to see him struggle with that, uh, kind of actively and, and, and it feels, you know, gross to watch him fall on his face and, you know, say at the bar, you know, thank you when someone says, I didn't know you were gay. And then that, that, oh, that like tough reaction of like, wait, why did I say that? What is that? What is inside of me um, that made me say thank you? And, and, you know, a lot of times you, do, you know, I don't, I, you don't know where it's coming from. And you're like, wait, why did I say that? You know, so I could definitely relate to, you know, uh, being trying to figure yourself out after you know you've you've come out of the closet is is a very is a very tough thing. And when I saw this role, I was like, oh, this feels really real. I haven't seen a ton of this on TV. That's uh, just kind of like, but without getting too too dramatic, you know, it, it was still super so like dead on funny and then also real, and, and it didn't feel like you were ignoring anything. So how did you come to be involved with this project? And, and I think you kind of touched on this, but what also what about it stood out to you? Well, yeah, I mean, I had, I knew Chris and Sarah just from, I, I came out of the uh, uh, improv and sketch world at the uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here. Uh, well, I took, classes in New York. And then also I kind of did it mostly here in LA. And I had, I, when somebody from your world gets on SNL or, or gets to write for SNL, it's kind of a small world. And you're just all like, Oh my God, they did it. You know, like, so you're watching them and you're trying to figure out what sketches they write or, or, you know, what's behind, behind the scenes at SNL is a very like, 
magical, you know, cool thing and you're doing sketch and, you know, I had, I had like showcased for SNL or whatever. And my, I, I had met Chris backstage at UCB a few times. And I was always just, uh, when I saw other people, I like, I, I, we were talking about this earlier, but I had, I had uh, saw it and got emotional at the end of the movie. Um, and then I just loved how the comedy was right next to, he could make me laugh and also just immediately sob. I was like, whoa, that's a, am I okay? Yeah, no, everybody else is doing this in this theater. Uh, uh, and then I went outside and then I got, I got myself together because I was like, don't let anybody see you cry. Um, and then I got myself together and then out in the lobby, I like started crying again. And like, people were just kind of crying on the way to the after party. And I was like, this is a, this is a wild feeling. Um, because we just saw a movie that was so funny and also so, uh, sad. Um, and, uh, so when I, uh, found out about this script, I was of course, like, oh, I really want to see that and read that and try to be in that or audition for that. Um, and I I read it and I was so obsessed with it. I recorded a, they weren't auditioning yet. And I was like, well, I want to just, I asked my agent, I was like, can I just pick a few scenes and try to film them myself? Because um, I was auditioning for this other thing and I was like, Oh, what? And he was like, well, you know, you're auditioning for this other thing. This is a long, weird, confusing story. Basically, I texted Chris or Facebook messaged him. Hey, I put a few scenes on tape for your show. I know you're not auditioning yet, but you, will you at least look at them? And he was in the middle of his biggest, I think it was like the last few episodes of his biggest season or him and Sarah's biggest season at SNL as head writers. And I'm sure they were like, Jesus, what does Tarver want? Like <laughs> sending us this tape. We're like writing the monologue. Jesus, leave us alone. <laughs> um, but long story short, they saw the tape and they were like, we we are coming to LA in a couple weeks. Will you come in then? And I just came in a few times and uh, ended up getting the role. But I was, I was definitely uh, thirsty, as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, there's a lot of great moments that your characters had uh, through this first season, uh, but I'm wondering what was the most challenging scene for you to perform? Oh, let's see. Well, I mean, I, we did some table, we did, we did like some table reads, I guess a month, or right before they went into pre-production for the season. And I didn't know, all I had filmed with the, was the pilot. And I was like, well, I'm excited to to see what the other episodes are. And we came in, I think like a couple weeks in a row and table did table reads for the whole season. And I was like, oh, this is, because uh, I'm just used to like putting on a wig backstage at UCB at like midnight and a mustache and just screaming at the audience. You know, there's not a ton of, of nuance to uh, what I had been trained in or, or done up to that point. Um, you just rifle through a prop closet and find a, you know, sword and go out and bomb. It's about, I was like, Oh, there's some real acting in this. And I'd always wanted to do that. And I knew it was gonna, Chris and Sarah were gonna write real stuff. Um, but I was, I was definitely like kind of nervous being like, oh no, can I, 
can I do this? Um, and I guess, I guess the, uh, the call me by your name, uh, uh, parody tag of that episode was a, was a very, like, I had never tried to cry. <laughs> well, I, I, I tried to cry. Um, but, uh, and so we, they like emailed me. They were like, Hey, we want to do that. We're doing this call me by your name thing on Monday morning. Uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. And they're like, yeah, we, we want to try to do it for real. Like, you know, try to Chalamet. And I was like, okay, all right, well, I will, I'm going to try to Chalamet. Um, so I kind of just <laughs> over the weekend got sad <laughs> or, or just listened to sad music and would like walk around. And I was also living, I lived in New York for, for three years, like 10 years ago. And it, my life then felt there were parts of my life then that felt very similar to Carrie. Like, uh, uh, not that I wasn't struggling as hard in LA. I definitely was, but, uh, I was living in the same neighborhood as I was living in when I lived in New York. So I kind of walked around my old neighborhood and, and I don't know if, if that's an acting technique, like uh, li watching the sunset and getting sad. Like I don't, but then the, the, we, we came in Monday morning, um and uh and 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 did it and it was it was really fun i was i was able to to get there which was i mean i think it was you know chris and sarah they they're just so good at i felt taken care of um you know i by by them um and also andy de young who uh who was directing uh, i just felt very safe is that gross <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. So the other uh, great thing, of course, is your chemistry with uh, Helena York, yeah. who plays your sister uh, Brooke. Uh, yes. it's so it's so good. How did you build your chemistry with her? Well, I mean, I think she's just an unbelievable person. It's I don't know if you could. I'm not trying to take away from anything that we have, but if you can't meet Helena and have immediate chemistry with her, um, you might be a serial killer. <laughs> like if she <laughs> has chemistry with a serial killer. She's just unbelievably, she's just so good immediately. I remember when she auditioned, uh, I had been cast in the show and, and she was coming into audition and, and Chris uh, and Sarah had really liked her from high maintenance. And uh, uh, so she came in and we were doing the scene and she was one of the only, was she like touched my head or my ear or something in the middle of the scene? And it sounds weird and maybe it was weird, but it was like, oh yeah, siblings do maybe touch each other when they're sad or like, you know, there was a, a physicality to it. And I mean, but she was just, I think we got to hang out a little bit before, which was great. And she's just a real good, like proper actor. Like she's just so, you know, she comes out of the Broadway world and just was very, you know, coming out of the sketch world, I felt very, um, oh God, I'm about to say safe again. Uh, <laughs> I felt very uh, taken care of by her because um, she's just, she's so, so good. And the show has received a lot of, uh, uh, got a lot of praise. I think 
because uh, since it premiered, like, when, when, when did it premiere? Like, February or March? Yeah, I think it was Jan... I, I think it was January. The, right, the end of January, yeah. Yeah, it premiered in, in January, and the reception was uh, was very, very strong for it. Uh, yeah. Has anything about the way that it's been received surprised you? I mean, yes. I Because this is kind of my first... Definitely my first series, um, you know, and I, I knew what we were doing was cool and good, um, but, but or, or I thought it was, and I was like, oh, this feels really good. I don't have a ton to compare it to, um, but this feels like people will like it, and it feels like a real thing. <laughs> Is that weird? Uh, uh, and... And so I guess I... But I still was very surprised when people... Because people will be like, "Hey, yeah, this doesn't happen, you know. Like the, w this, enjoy this." And I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I am. This is unbelievable." Um, but it was very nice of, uh, to be like, "Yeah, I wasn't crazy. <laughs> like people do like this. I thought this was good. It would have been a very weird thing to put it out and people would be like, this sucks.' <laughs> I would have been like, "Oh my gosh, I am, I am way off." <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, but it was really surprising to, to feel all that, you know, to, to read just really nice things about the show after you had worked, you know, so hard on it was really, really cool. And, uh, the one last thing I wanted to ask is, so we are an award site, um, you know, you could be, I, I think there's a good chance you could get nominated for an Emmy for uh, Comedy Lead Actor. If Whoa. you were to get nominated, uh, you'd have to submit an episode right. uh, to the voting panel. Is there an episode that you think would be the best one uh, for you to uh, submit? Let's see. I mean, I, I, I remember at the table read feeling very, I mean, I know I can't submit. I'm trying to think because immediately I'm like, we have to submit submit the plane episode for Molly. She's unbelievable. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, no, forget. I don't care about my stuff. Molly's plane episode. Because uh, I remember that episode, reading it at the table read, and I had never felt, you know, because you're trying. It's a comedy. It's at Comedy Central. You know, we're at mm -hmm. Comedy Central. We're doing a comedy show table read. And I'm on the other side of the table from her, looking at her, basically about to weep. And I'm like, stop, what are you doing? Like, you don't cry at these things. Like you're at Comedy Central, like, you know, what are you doing? Um, it, that episode is so, she's so, so good in that episode. Um, I want her to get nominated for that episode. So let's see, for me, um, I mean, I really, I love the, uh, I mean, the Watch What Happens Live episode is so devastating. Uh, like, just, so, oh, Carrie is just, he's getting killed in that episode. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, God, I'm, I don't know. Do I submit it? How does this work? <laughs> uh, yeah, you would, you, would, you would choose it. You would choose oh, it. Okay, all right. I should know this stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I also, I, I guess I think it's gross to talk about myself. I'm so I'm struggling. Uh, I, I guess the, the Ch Chase's birthday party 
is a is a cool episode for Carrie because you get to see him at full gross Carrie, you know, like fully lost himself, trying to be famous, almost trying to like he thinks he can sing at one point. Uh, he's got full tan hair uh, and Jeremy shows up and he blows it with Jeremy. Um, you know, Daniel Isaac's unbelievable in the show and just such a <laughs> just seeing Carrie blow it after all of this stuff with his roommate. And he finally stood up to his roommate <laughs> and then he's this creature in front of uh, uh, Jeremy. Uh, I, I think that because that's kind of the Carrie's kind of, you know, straight manning all the other crazy people for for the for the majority of the season. And that was a, a difficult thing for me to figure out, like what when what does it look like when Carrie is is lost himself, is fully unhinged, you know, is buying into to his brother's fame. So that was a that was like an interesting thing to figure out how to play. How big do I go? I don't go full sketch, you know, you still have to be a human being, but you're, it's heightened. And, and then also kind of like bringing that character, dropping it when he, when, when, uh, uh, Jeremy breaks up with him is, was, a was an interesting sort of arc. Well, Drew, thanks so much for joining us. To all of your viewers, go to goderby.com right now and make your predictions so you can compete against our experts, editors, and other fans and prove if you are the smartest prognosticator in Hollywood. But before you go, click our subscribe button on this video so you're alerted to our great chats with top contenders. Thanks so much, Drew. Thank you so much. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.